welcome to the podcast Love to Heal. I'm Yulia, your guide on the journey of self-discovery, healing, and spiritual growth. Today's episode is extra special because this is the first time that I'm having a guest on the podcast. My guest is also very special because she's someone I've known um, closely for about six years and someone I've watched grow, succeed, and astonish everyone with her drive, energy, creativity, and wit. This is a person who doesn't take no for an answer, someone that believes in her vision and sees it through no matter the obstacles. I called this episode Infinite Potential and Positivity because as you will learn today from my guest, Juliette Hochfelder, the potential in each of us is infinite. We can all achieve greatness starting from scratch, from any circumstances, and at any age. We just have to believe in ourselves and be positive. Let me tell you a little bit about Juliet. When I became friends with her, she was a stay-at-home mom of three. But she never just stayed at home. She always found ways to put her talents to use. She has baked the most beautiful cakes for years now. She's been a personal trainer for as long as I can remember, and she has boarded dogs and walked dogs, amongst other things. I was always amazed at Juliet's energy and the ability to do so much. It's as if she has more hours in a day than the rest of us. She's always smiling, and her bubbly personality is contagious. When her family moved to a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio, they decided to buy a house on a farm. Never having lived on a farm before, Juliet was quick to learn the ropes of the new lifestyle, and she saw the potential of the land and the animal barn. I remember that soon after moving in, Juliet would call me and surprise me monthly, if not weekly, with the acquisitions of new farm animals. A horse, a pig, a goat, chickens, turkeys, alpacas, bonnies. It wasn't long before the idea of a petting zoo would be born. And with that, a venue for kids' birthdays. A couple years later, Juliet's new business called Party at the Barn became the most popular local attraction in the area, attracting thousands of people to the petting zoo, which now houses many more animals, where you can do a number of activities, attend summer camp, and host all kinds of events. You can see Juliet on the local news and hear about her millions of views of her animals on TikTok. She's become a local celebrity, no joke. She never ceases to amaze me, and I think her story will inspire many and remind us that anything and everything is possible if you're positive. So let me introduce you now to Juliet Hockfelder. Hi, Juliet. Hi, Julia. All right, so let's get started. For the first question that I have for you, it's not really a question, but in a few words, tell us who you are. I am a mom. I am 
a friend and I'm a wife and I have a business called Party at the Barn. Um, we have a petting zoo with lots of animals that people come over and pet everybody and we do birthday parties and all kinds of events. Okay, awesome. So you've become one of the most successful local businesses in our city. How have faith and spirituality helped you accomplish what you set out to do? Well, I believe in positivity because um, I deserve it. I feel like I feel like things I want, I should have, and I think anybody who you know who's a good person will deserve the things that they want, and they'll get what they want in life. Okay, okay. Um, I have a lot of support from my community. Um, my church is very involved. Um, they support my decisions, and um, if I don't show up to church, they always come by to make sure, you know, to see how I'm doing, and always brings us cookies and treats. Um, also, my kids are always on my side, and if I need help at the barn, they're always there to help, and their friends are always there too, and uh, my friends are always, you know, helping out if I need anything, and my husband's very supportive also, so he's the maintenance guy. He does <laughs> everything on the farm, so when I need anything done, he's there. Okay, that's super. I think you should follow your heart and not what your brain is saying. Brain is good too, but follow what feels right. If it doesn't feel right, don't go there, don't do it. If your heart tells you to follow through or go do something, just try it out, see how it goes. Okay. Usually it's right. Right, exactly. It's following your intuition is mm -hmm. how I look at it. And I completely agree with you. Just in my last episode, I talked exactly about that, that when you do what your heart desires, truly, you will succeed. You will gain divine energy to help you with that. And God will guide you onto the right path. And you will be able to accomplish what you set out to do. So I know you're family very well. I know your parents. They are from the former Soviet Union, as are you. You were born there. And from what I understand, their generation didn't practice any religion, right? Because it was forbidden. So you probably grew up, what, atheist or something? And so if that's how you grew up, then when and how did you start believing in God? I think when I was a teenager, it just happened. Like one day I believed in something and it kind of came true like the next day. And I was like, wow, I wonder if positive thoughts will get you, you know, positive events that happen in your life. And I just kept going with it. And then I started you know, doing research and about church and about spirituality and God. And um, I started meeting all the people that, you know, confirmed all my beliefs that that is true, that positive people attract other positive people and so on. Okay. So this was already in the United States, right? Correct. Yeah, this was here. And then um, when you met your husband, was it then that you converted to his religion? No, actually, he is, um, I think, a Christian. And um, when he went overseas to Afghanistan, um, we had neighbors that were going to the Mormon church, and they invited us to come with them. And we were like, yeah, okay, we'll check it out. And then I started going there with my kids, and my kids became friends with their kids, and 
I became friends with all the people there, but it was so nice. And um, we did new member lessons and then they explained a lot of things to, to me. And then I called my husband and I was like, hey, I just joined this church. It's awesome. You should <laughs> check it out. So the next time he came, he came to church with me. Oh. And then just, you know, from then on, we started going to church together. He was going overseas to right. church and I was going here. And then we would come over, would go together. And then okay. we were on the same level. Okay, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So would you say that spirituality has brought you maybe closer together with your husband and helped you grow as a couple? Definitely, because all the positive people that are at church and all the friends that we have, they're very positive. And um, yeah, it helps us together to be mm -hmm. on the same page. Okay, that's wonderful. So actually, can you describe a little bit more your personal spiritual philosophy? Because I know it's not necessarily religious-based, so to speak. It's more about energy and positivity. So can you explain to us a little bit more? Sure. So I just think that everything has energy, including inanimate objects. I think everything has the energy and you attract energy that you have. So if you are seeking happiness and you're, you know, you're thinking positive thoughts, you will get that. So I think everything does have energy and you attract what you have. Okay. But going off of that, how do you actually stay so positive? Because you're seriously probably the most optimistic and positive person I know. So how do you do it? Were you just born with it or do you work on that? Oh, no, I was a cranky teenager. <laughs> <laughs> it just after I moved out of my parents' house and I started doing my own thing and um, the people I was hanging out with, they were all very positive, too. And it just kind of rubs off on you. And um, hmm. yeah, I just I just thought never a negative thought. And mm -hmm. that's it. Well, if sometimes I'm sure sometimes you get negative thoughts or you might get a little scared or worried what do you do how do you stop those negative thoughts i just go okay well that's a lesson i learned my lesson next time i'm doing something else i'll have i'll do a different decision and um i just think of it as a learning lesson in life and that's it and just go don't go look back and keep going forward okay okay yeah So I know right now your oldest son, who is what, 18? 19. He's already 19. Oh, my goodness. So he is um, away in a different state um, studying, right? Mm -hmm. What is he studying? Um, he's intelligence in the Army. In the Army. So as a mom, you know, a lot of moms worry about their kids, especially when they're out of the house, when you don't see them, they get anxious. You know, what's my kid doing? Are they staying out of trouble? Are they making the right choices? You know, we get all kinds of crazy ideas in our head. So how, again, do you stay positive and just trust life that your kid will be okay? Well, I think that they make, the kids make their own choices and they have the decisions to make, not us. So it, well, there's no point of us worrying and getting frustrated what the kids are doing because it's out of your control. They're doing their thing, you're doing your thing, and you just trust that they make good decisions. There's no point of worrying. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change if you worry. So let me ask you this. Do you believe in destiny? 
Do you believe if something is bound to happen, it's going to happen? There's no reason to worry about it. Um, I think I do believe in destiny, but at the same time, I think that you make your own destiny too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think if you make one decision, it will lead you one way and mm -hmm. you make a different decision that will put you in a different path. So different paths will give you to different directions and different destinies. So you do have a destiny, but mm -hmm. you have a choice about that too. You have choices, right? We, we have free will, yeah, basically. Exactly. Okay, that's good. All right, so when you meet individuals that come from different faiths or belief systems than your own, how do you approach these individuals? Um, I don't really care what they believe in as long as they're a good person and they have good thoughts and they're not negative people they you know we could be friends no matter what so it doesn't matter what you believe in mm -hmm. it's your personality and how you approach life would you say that you love all people and what i mean by that is uh, what i've commented on many times in this podcast is that our soul is here on earth to evolve and to learn to God. I'm sorry, to learn to love everything and everyone just as God does. So basically, you know, I'm teaching myself to love literally every single person on this earth, no matter how bad or good they are, because this is what unconditional love is. Would you say that you feel the same? Yeah, I think I love everything and everybody. No matter what it is and who you are, um, I'm sure even bad people have good in them. Right. You know what I mean? So they came from love, obviously. Exactly. They came. So from even if they're doing bad things, I'm sure they still love something. Mm -hmm. And they have love. And yeah, I like everybody. Okay. That's, that's how I feel too. So now um, I want to ask you about how you deal with stressful situations. And I know you touched a little bit on it, but oof, I remember you told me so many insane stories of life on the farm. Like, remember how a runaway pit bull came to the barn and like gnawed at your alpacas or a coyote killed your turkeys? I mean, stuff happens all the time. Again, how do you deal with that? And also, how do you deal with the aspect of death on the farm because you see that constantly animals die animals die but we have a lot of births on the farm too well, that's true so it's like kind of like a circle of life it's like you know somebody's gonna die and somebody's mm -hmm. gonna get born and you know same process for everybody so it's just gonna happen okay some sometimes it happens sooner than later <laughs> but it will happen eventually so if it happens i mean like there's prey and predators so predators will eat the prey And you just can't do anything about it. It's going to happen. So I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember when I was uh, on the farm with you a few times and I witnessed death, I wanted to cry. It was very sad to me and very stressful. But I guess the more you deal with it, yeah, the more exactly. it's part of your everyday experience on the farm, I yeah, guess. Just, just think of, you know, Everybody, it's going to happen to everybody, but just sometimes it happens sooner to some animals, mm -hmm. people. It's going to happen. And then, yeah. What about, have you ever had any clients that have complained or customers that are not happy? How do you deal with those negative people? Well, I try to make it as positive as we can. So, for example, if somebody's not happy about, I don't know, 
something. I'd be like, hey, next time you guys come, you'll be on us. Or next time you come here, you'll get a free pony ride. Something to make them happy. And they'll usually come back. Okay. That's yeah. good. That's, that's a good way to deal with situations like that. Okay. Another question for you. How does it make you feel to see the smiles on the kids' faces when they interact with your animals? And actually, not only kids. You have elderly people come to the farm, um, people with disabilities, How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel like your business is not just a business, right? Yeah, it makes me happy. Like it definitely, good energy all together. When everybody's happy, the animals feel the energy. They're happy. They're getting fed, obviously. (laughs) And the kids are, you know, happy screaming or happy and smiling and holding all the animals. And the adults, for sure, some of them get scared at first, but usually they get really happy (laughs) after a while because they get used to it. They know nobody's going to harm them or you know, be mean to them or bite them or anything because all our animals are really nice. And, you know, uh, I mean, animals are used in a lot of therapies. Mm-hmm. And I think people, a lot of people come to you just to sit around with a bunny in their lap mm-hmm. to de-stress, right? Yeah, bunnies, they're really calm. They'll just sit on your lap and they're really cuddly and cute. And I, ha- I think bunnies have good energy. Mm-hmm. They just, they don't care about really anything except just, being cozy and comfy. Yeah, and I mean, I think we can say that about all animals. I don't think they mean any harm. It's yeah. all just positive. Yeah, they just want love. They want attention. They want to get snacks. That's all they want. They don't want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I think animals have good energy in general. Right, which now actually it makes sense, putting it all together, why you were drawn to creating a pet- petting zoo in the first place is to keep this good energy going, right? Yeah, exactly. Also, Juliet, what are you most proud of in your life? It doesn't have to be related with business, but what are you most proud of? Um, I'm proud that when I left my parents' house, I didn't bottom out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started going up and up, and I worked hard and met who I wanted to be with. And um, actually, when I was... When I had my diary when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I wrote down a lot of stuff that I, what I want in life. Yeah. And 99% of it came true. Wow, that's amazing. I wanted, I was very specific what I wanted. I wanted a husband. I wanted at least two, two, three kids. I wanted a dog. I wanted a business and it kind of all just came together. It just, you know, it's what, it, what you want, you yeah. put out there. And I think that just happens because that's what you want to do. And, okay. You know. Okay. No, that's really amazing. Um, would you say that you had some roadblocks in your life? I think everybody has roadblocks, you know, ups and downs. But it's kind of like, um, you know, you fall apart before you get back to put back together, mm-hmm. I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I completely understand. So I guess in general, well, first, what is your dream from now on? You, you already have a family. You have a husband. You have a business. You have your pets. What else do you dream of? I want to be a grandma. Ah, <laughs> I want lots and lots of grandkids, and I want all the grandkids to come over to my place. And I want to watch them, babysit them, um, have them ride horses. I want to teach them how to ca- take care of the animals, and I want them to help out eventually on the farm and maybe take over someday. Aw, yeah, that's actually yeah, that's a wonderful dream. And so, what would you say to someone who is unsure of their abilities? Somebody who is not sure that they can achieve what they, you know, set out to do. 
um, I think they should be very specific with what they want. Like even if they don't want, don't know what they want, they can write down like a guideline. Be like, okay, I really want this, and I don't want this, and it kind of put it all together. And then if you have a plan, write it down because that way you don't forget what you want, <laughs> and then don't stray from that plan. If you want it really bad, you'll you'll get it. And if you don't get there immediately, it will take time, but you'll get there. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Just don't stress out over it. Just, just go with it. Go with what feels right, like in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to have this interview. I hope that your story inspires a lot of people to fight for what they believe in and what their heart desires. And I'm sure that with spirituality and faith, this task will become even easier to achieve. So thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please tell your friends to listen and subscribe to the podcast Love to Heal. And today I would like to leave you with a quote by Marianne Williamson. She's an American author, speaker, politician, and spiritual leader. Nothing binds you except your thoughts. Nothing limits you except your fear. And nothing controls you except your beliefs.